Death to Us Recap. I'm Britt. I'm Tim. And today we're talking about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Season 11, Episode 8. Titled, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly Leather Pants. (laughs) Wowie, wowie, wowie. We definitely got fluff last week because this week was going to hit us again. So thank God. This was one of my favorite episodes of the season. Yeah. It so is good. so, so good. This se- this, a little bit of everything. This season is thriving. And I'm so happy that we decided to do Beverly Hills mm-hmm. and not New York. Yeah. Because this season of Beverly Hills is fantastic. Yeah, and it really is. And I'm so here for all of it. It's so good. I like, we're so fresh from watching it. So it's going to take some self-control for me to, to go back. We need to go back. So let's talk about Erica first and what our thoughts are on um, Erica portraying herself a certain way 101. So, yeah. Do you have any thoughts off the top? Well, I mean, the first thing that, yeah, we definitely get a little bit of insight into Erica's new life and her house. And I, the thing that struck me the most was when she was talking about money and independence. Mm -hmm. And I just call bullshit on what she said. She said, just because you have a lot of money doesn't mean you have a lot of independence. And I'm like, okay, first of all, what kind of independence are we talking about here? Because you have been pretty independent to go make your music videos whenever you want to make them, go on your musical tours whenever you want to go on your musical tours. Yeah collaborate with um, fashion lines and makeups, go on Broadway. So if we're talking about that independence, I'm not buying it. If we are talking about independence to like around the house, you love your glam squad. You love that people are picking up after you. I don't, I'm just like, this is not, you're not going to win me over with this argument. Hold on. As someone that is deep in the free Britney fandom investigatory world right now um oh wait so you're trying to say no no i'm just saying i'm very sensitivo to this automatic assumption that just because she has all this money okay i agree with you it appears that she has had full independence and been able to do whatever the hell she wants i agree with you it does appear that way so but don't act like it's like completely unheard of because you can still be someone's trophy wife and look like you have freedom, but you don't. But it is like, if you're going to say something like that, you you need to explain what the hell you mean by it. Yes, because, because all we see in the little clips and the flashbacks is her bragging about everything that she's done. Right. This she does, That happens in this episode. So to even... Yeah, it's which even that assume, was, I felt that that was a very calculated move. Yes, everything she's doing is calculated. When she was like, uh, listing, she was like, and I will have you remember, I, and then she begins to list all of the ways that she has independently made money in recent years. And to distance herself from Tom yeah. and be like, look, this is my money. Yeah, and these are, I made them all by myself. And I just thought, oh, there you go. You're doing your, I mean, it makes sense. Um, 
I really can't deal with the fact that we're acting like, so she moved to Hancock Park. I really am sick of us acting like Hancock Park is some quaint little village. Like Hancock Park, there are professional athletes that live there and famous actresses. Like this is an expense. Yeah, it's in the middle of Hollywood, but it's like gorgeous, multi, multi-million dollar homes. Yes. So and I'm I, dead. And also, I mean, it's just so telling because the only word that gets described for Erica's house is tiny, cute, 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 cute. And I'm like, cute, tiny, chic is what she said. Uh, uh, the itty bitty cottage, the itty bitty cottage that has 9,500 a month rent with a pool and a cabana and recess lighting and recess it, lighting. <laughs> <laughs> What? You know that recess lighting. We have recess lighting in our fucking apartment. We do? Yeah, it's uh, just, oh, yes. Well, this house has re- recessed okay. lighting as well. It was just really good, good attention to detail, babe. Um, but yeah, I'm just sick of us talking about it that way. I mean, it's like, she obviously is self-conscious. She just went from living on like an insane estate to this. I am not stupid. I obviously see that there is a tangible difference, but it's also like, shut up. Like, just shut up. You're living in Hancock Park for $10,000 a month. And like you, like you have everything you could ever want. It's so beautiful. Um, and if she keeps calling it cute, tiny, chic. Well, I feel like she goes, she's going back and forth being like, this is everything I want. This is all I But also, you know. Yeah, you're right. So it's like, what is it? Yeah. You know, like. She's constantly penduluming between like, between like, this is all I need anyway. And this feels good because it's all me, which I'm sorry, but I don't buy that. Like, absolutely. That some of this is. Like Tom's money that's paying for this. But um, yeah. And then the next second, it's like, woe is me. I am destitute now. This is a huge adjustment. I'm doing my own laundry. You wouldn't believe it. You know? And it's like, what is it? <laughs> Do you love your independence? Are you really just strong and powerful? Or also, I call bullshit on the fact that she's doing her own laundry. I do too. I'm like, wait, you happening. still have assistance and yeah. I, you can't tell me otherwise. Like, give me a break. Yeah. She's also washing dishes. It's huge. <laughs> I rinsed out a cup is not washing dishes. <laughs> I know. And the funny part is like, she thinks this is a downgrade, a life downgrade. And we all know, like it just came, Erica just got hit uh, with a lawsuit and courts agreed that victims that have had money stolen from them, I think this is actually lawyers that were helping Tom that were like expected retirement compensation for them consulting on cases over the last like 10 years that they never got. And I think they're owed like $11 million. And the judge just approved that that can be taken from Erica, Erica's bank account. So just watching this and being like, oh my God, you are talking about life as if you've moved into a shack. Like, just you wait. Yeah. Hermie. And and next week- She's going to be moving getting... into our apartment building <laughs> soon. <laughs> and 
next week gets even more into the sham divorce. Yeah, I'm excited. It, we got just enough of Erica this week to like get us pumped and like get us through. Yeah. Um, and it seems like we're getting even more next week. I have to just say that she's a really good actress if this is all lies. And she really pulls up my heartstrings, especially in those interviews. Like, she's good. If it's all a lie, like, if it's all a lie, like, oh, because the lawsuit claims, the lawsuit that just she just got hit with by these people this week claims that the divorce is fraudulent to protect assets, which is funny that that just came out, you know, July, blah, blah, twenty. 21, but we're seeing that even in next week's episode, which is around Christmas time, um, is like the first allegations that the divorce could be fake. Looks like but there's someone some of, don't okay. I know that this is like the easiest looks, cover, but some of the stuff she says about Tom, like, do you I just feel like with the dynamic she's described, I feel like there's no way if she was still even secretly with him, that that would be okay. The way that she has like exposed some of their dynamics and the way he is. Yeah, because if you were having a sham divorce, you would have to still commit to a story. Commit to, yeah, and air some dirty laundry to get everyone on board. Yeah. It's like, if it's you just have the so answers, diabolical it's, it's like if you have the answers to the test before the test, you're not going to put all of them. You're not going to mark all the correct answers. Right, You're going right, to leave right, a couple right. wrong so yeah. that you don't know and catches so on to organic. the scent. I'm telling you. It's funny. You never cheated in high school. And I did. I know. Why I've just know heard that? that example I guess you're before. a teacher. Um, <laughs> okay. I think, yeah, we're definitely being set up to like have another Erica explosion next week. So this week was an interesting... I feel like it was pretty sympathetic towards her. And then it's up to us to like you know, try and read between the lines and see what's authentic and what isn't, which you basically think nothing of it is authentic. I can't commit to that yet, <laughs> but I think it's very likely. I'm living the dream of this inauthenticity from Erica and Tom, and I love it. It's such a fun place to be. You're I think living it's the dream? Yeah. I mean, like, I, I this is amazing. Like, it's fun. It's so much fun. Watching them. And believing Act that it's all, all fake. This, yeah. It makes you, the viewing experience, much more enjoyable. <laughs> um, okay. Now let's just get straight to business with <sighs> Rena's event. Rena's event. Which, I mean, before we get into the mess, just adorable, delightful. It needs to be said, Harry Hamlin is such a hot housewife's husband. I'm yeah. sorry. He's just his style. He has a garden. He knows how to like take care of the freaking earth and then make you an amazing authentic meal with like what he has grown from the ground. Are his you kidding spinach me? Spinach and tomato. His bolognese. And then he can even do a tablescape oh, was... that makes me feel like I'm in Positano. It's out of control. All with these sexy, clear reading glasses that make him seem so like, oh, this is just me. I'm just, this is just me. What? He's so Ugh. just like old. Like, I love him. 
old man zend out energy. Yeah. To, you know, where it's got he's got that deep, leathery voice. Yeah. And he's just just very yeah. kind, very calming. Every woman that comes to the door, it's just so natural with his silly apron. Oh, you look beautiful tonight, as always. Can I lead you to the garden? <laughs> and, and like even the salads are individually being like prepared in the fridge. Yeah. I'm like, just what? Yeah. It's he, insane. Uh, we need, I, I just wish he was on the show more. I know. Because, I mean, he, obviously he doesn't, it's not like he's going to be involved in like all this drama and stuff like that. But I would love. I was so hoping though, when he was like, I'm sitting down. Yeah. I was like, oh, please let him stay through the drama because I would just love to watch how he reacts to it. Oh yeah. No, he doesn't want no, any part of that. No, he wants nothing to like, do with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah so. We stand. We Harry stand. Hamlin. I think that. Has I he mean, taken? <laughs> well, he's still just got more of the like, mystery air about him that Mauricio just doesn't have. You know, Mauricio is like marriage, like dad of the year. And he's handsome in that way, you know? Mm -hmm. But Harry Hamlin is like, he's just got like an air of mystique around him, you know? He's yeah. like, I lived in France for many years yeah. and I... Oh, my older lover. I mean, in all the... <laughs> oh, my God. My older lover. I cannot say anything about my daughter's lover. <laughs> because I myself had an older lover. Yeah. Just the freaking first Bond girl ever was his wife. Oh, that's right. Uh, I always forget who she is. Yeah. I can't even. Yeah. I mean, I love Harry Hamlin's, like, functionality as a human being. And I just love watching it on screen. Yeah. You know, his his garden, his tablescapes, his fire drills. Like, it's all just, <laughs> it's all a treat. It's delightful. It is. Yeah. Um, anyway. Okay, so we celebrate Garcelle's birthday, which I thought was a really good move on Rena's part. And, and you can tell that Garcelle's yeah, touched Yeah, I that. like that. Like, I can see Garcelle softening and opening up a bit this season. You know, like... Some of what frustrated us about her because she was just so team Denise that it was sort of creating a barrier with relationships with everyone because no one else was really team Denise. And I felt like she would not let that go with Rena. But Rena has like stayed the course. And that is something that I respect about Rena that she doesn't like she will take criticism. And yes, she can be like when she gets annoying, self-flatulating and you're like, God, is this all a performance or is this authentic? But I do feel like she has the ability and I bet you Harry Hamlin helps her <laughs> to just like take it in. And then she doesn't like she doesn't like fully spiral the way like a Sutton does every single moment of life, apparently. She like really just takes it in stride and then is like, I get it and I'm going to show her that I'm the real deal and that I'm not going anywhere and I'm not going to give up. And she doesn't like create a drama of it every time she sees her. Are we okay now? Are we yeah. okay now? Yeah. Like she deals with it in a classy way. And I think that Garcella is seeing that. And I think that it's cool because I would love to see them. I would just love to see Garcelle in general, like, you know, continue to let her guard down more and let some like real buddy relationships form because that's when the show is the most entertaining. And I think we're starting to see that more. I do too. Which is great. Yeah. yeah. 
So she was definitely touched by an angel with the the cake presentation. And this is where things spiral quickly. So she, you get a flashback of like a week prior where Rinna is saying to all the girls after Garcelle's gone, like Garcelle, I know, really wanted to have a party and she couldn't have one. A Birkin party, by the way, which like we could do a whole five minute tangent about like what that could possibly be. Yeah. It's like, does everyone come with Birkins? Do we have the party at the Birkin store? Does everyone, everyone give buy a, a Birkin, Birkin with each other? Like, what is it? We will know. never know. But if anyone's having a Birkin party, we would love to be invited. Though. <laughs> just to witness. Just to see just what, to it's, know all what it's all about. about. But so we get the flashback of Rena being like, she can't have the party she wanted. So since we're doing this dinner party at my house next week, I want to celebrate Garcelle. Bring gifts if you want. So she specifically said that to everyone. Like, bring gifts if you're going to buy gifts. So we have the cake. Garcelle is touched. Then girls start putting gifts out. And obviously, like, immediately, Sutton makes it known that she didn't get a gift. And she clearly feels embarrassed by that. And so she pulls out her compact and her lipstick and proceeds to neurotically reapply her lipstick and not look, not watch the gifts being opened. She's so embarrassed that she's basically like trying to act like it's not happening. Meanwhile, nobody else is getting it at first. So Garcelle is just overjoyed. She opens her first gift, which is a joint gift by from Kathy, Kyle, and Crystal. And I think that this triggers Sutton too, because she's like, oh, some of you went in on gifts together. And so then after that, it's a Lisa and Erica gift. And then, but then like Dorit doesn't take offense. She got her her own personal gift. But at some point, Kyle realizes that Sutton's being a weirdo. And because she's still reapplying the lipstick. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. So Sutton gets in her feelings about this. At the very beginning, Kathy makes the Thomasina comment. Oh, right. So that's just a little bit. And I mean, it doesn't. That was every, this, that is. I'm just like, have a sense of humor. No, it, I, exactly. But I'm just giving we're just you know, right, giving though. the context of that was probably the first little jab that got her, even though no one else went along. Like, no, no one else pushed it. Everyone else knew that everyone knew everyone that it made, saw that Sutton was uncomfortable, uncomfortable. So they just moved past it. Yeah. Which I'm that was hilarious. Uh, to me. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you are in Sutton's position, the way that you own your shit and take your power in a situation like that is by making light of it. Yeah. Laugh. Be like, okay, that's... And even if you're like, shut up, guys. We're done with the Thomasina. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. Like, you make light of it. Yeah. Like, that is how you, like, take control of the situation. Not in immediately crumbling. Like, she was like, she immediately got all somber and was like, oh. Are we still doing that? Are we, we're going to do that? That's nice. That's a nice way to start things. And like, everybody just sits in silence and then we just try to move on with it. Except Kathy Hilton has this giant clueless grin on her face because she just thinks it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> because it is funny. As someone who loves to like find a nickname in any crevasse that you can. 
I love the Thomasina of it all, like what it took to get there. Like I see her train of thought of how she got Thomasina really fast. And I think it's fucking funny. So anyways, good point. That had happened pre the meal. But okay, so Kyle sees that she is being weird and she tries to be like, Crystal, and Crystal's like ignoring her. So she moves to the other side of the table, which I'm just like, this is so ridiculous. This is what Sutton wants. Like, mm-hmm. she wants to be, she pretend she she's acting like she doesn't. She's getting embarrassed by Kyle, like inquiring. But at the end of the day, like, if you were feeling weird, you would have just like, and you didn't want to get attention for it. You you get up and you go to the bathroom. You know, like this was ridiculous. And then she immediately, when Kyle is right next to Crystal, which means that Crystal is like a foot and a half across the table from Sutton. And she's just like, I just can't sit with people that I don't like. And Kyle's like, who? And she's like, just eyes her. And like, Crystal can hear her. Yeah. And that's why she has that smirk on her face. Because she's trying to act like she doesn't hear her. And she's trying to stay present for the gift opening. And I am sorry, but I am Team Crystal in this moment. Yes. Because it's like, what the fuck is she supposed to do? Like, Sutton is being a child. Well, I was going to say, this whole thing, as I was watching this scene play out, made me think, this is the grown-up woman example of the five-year-old who loses their shit at someone else's birthday party while presents are being opened because it's not about them. <laughs> and so it's like, I need someone to make it about me because I don't feel, I feel weird about this. And yeah. other people are getting things and I'm not in the center of attention right now. Yeah. And I'm like, Tantrum oh, this is the grown woman example of this. Yeah. Like, oh. It's embarrassing. And then it, remem- it reminds me that like we had multiple podcast episodes where the theme was Sutton is sorry, but like irrational and somehow finds a way to center herself in everything. So it just makes me remember that because obviously if you've been listening week to week, the last couple weeks, we have definitely like swung on the pendulum and been more on team Sutton with the way that Crystal acted post Lake Tahoe, the way she kept bringing up that stupid incident, violation, blah, blah, blah. And like, we understand why that got old real fast. Why Crystal, like, it's like Crystal just, you should have just let this go. Um, So we've definitely been like not team Crystal the last couple of weeks, but this immediately took me right back to like, this is why I could not stand Sutton. And this is also why she is a very entertaining reality TV character. Obviously, all we are missing right now is the vibrating face roller for stress. Yes. Like, where is it? Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> maybe it would have helped. But so that happens. And then Kyle's like, okay, let's go. She's like, oh my God, like, you obviously need to go like have a real conversation. But Kyle is basically being like, really? You can't just like basically like love you lovingly can you buck up right now yeah and Sutton's like I can't I can't so they have to go have a secret conference by the bar and Sutton just proceeds to further spiral fixate on the violation term all this stuff that we did put to bed has not come up other than the Thomasina has <laughs> that to, dinner at di- before dinner 
Um, to our knowledge, there has been no co- continuation or carrying on of the violation up until the, uh, the violation talk and definitions up until this point. Which she, I mean, if we remember that dinner obviously went upsettingly because that was when Sutton decided I'm going to stand up for myself about like the word you chose. And can you please just basically rescind the vocabulary word because it has sexual implications that I feel like are unfair. And that was when Crystal said her like 10 different technical definitions of violation and why it was okay to use the word. So obviously it wasn't like that thing ended perfectly resolved and it, it happened recently. I mean, it happened probably a week ago, you know, and their time line. But still, I feel like at the end of the day, Sutton, you got to say your piece. Crystal knew where you stood on it. Uh, You now know what Crystal is not willing to back down on. Let's just fucking wrap up and move forward. And you don't need to be best friends with this person. You just need to be a grown up in the same room with them. And I think that it was done. And and one of the things she says when she's ranting to Kyle is that Crystal has never apologized to her. And I'm like, that is a stretch, Sutton. She did. She specifically apologized for continuing to talk about it when they got back from Tahoe. She apologized for, like, how it came across and the way that she was shaping the story. I mean, I guess she wouldn't apologize for the specific word, which is obviously just her being a stubborn bitch. <laughs> well, yeah, because she, I mean, she clings on to it too because eventually Crystal comes down, you know, the... But Crystal barely says anything. No. And I think that what she does say, though, it makes us all roll our eyes because it's like, oh no, we're back to that. I think it was specifically to like, I think Crystal was over it. Yeah. And Crystal's like, wait, are you serious? And then she's like, oh, and this is what it's all about? Because what happens is all of the girls hear her, like, having a meltdown with Kyle. So one by one, they start trickling up to the bar. And Crystal, rather than, like, stop, decides that she's just going to keep going and starts telling all of them, like, the fact that she used the word, the word, the word. And Garcelle's like, wait. Gar- Garcelle killed me. It was great because she it was such a genuine response. She looked at her and her face just fell. And she was like, wait, we're still doing that? <laughs> like something like that. Like, wait, we're, oh, oh, we're back there? No one cares about that anymore. And Sutton's like, well, I do. Like, oh. Well, and I loved Garcelle's response to this also when she said, <laughs> She like she had Crystal on her mm-hmm. left and mm-hmm. Sutton on her right. And she goes, Okay, Sutton, what do you need from Crystal? Yeah. And then she goes, I need anything. And it's like, shut the fuck up. Like, please. That like, let's so not great. play this game. What do you need from Crystal? And then she's like, Well, apology to say. And Crystal said, Well, I'm sorry if you felt but in Crystal or in Sutton's like, that's not an apology. I'm sorry, hun. That's all you're gonna get right now. Yeah. Like Crystal, as stupid as it is, is not going to give up the violation term. She's using her own definition to it. Whatever. <laughs> like everyone in the group has acknowledged that it's not sexual. Yeah. Like Sutton needs to 
Get over it, because Crystal's not going to change her use her word choice, which is stubborn and stupid. But alas, this is where we are. And at the very it's least, just like, let it go. It's all she has. Yes. Like, and at the very least, Crystal is saying, "I'm sorry if I made you feel this way." And Sutton completely loses her I shit. Apology. Apologize for violation. And she's like, I'm not gonna. Storming off. Because Crystal's like, I believe in the way that I use the word. Which, like, again, we're just, this is all about technicality, which I'm not even arguing. Like, technically, sure, she probably is using violation right. But we all are not stupid. And we know what that also implies with it. And so, but it's just like, one of them has to let go. And I think Crystal's version of letting go is like, Okay, we both said everything that we actually think on the subject. We've both said where we disagree. And we've both said we want to move forward. As well as all of the other women have weighed in on it. And they have called, like, they have been honest. So every single woman has said, we did not think that you violated, blah, blah, blah. And Crystal, we think that's an extreme word. So, like, Sutton, you have been vindicated by everyone publicly on camera. I think Crystal's probably like, you got what you wanted without me giving you that one yeah. little thing. I mean, they all... Now just let us move forward, please. Like, leave... And I think that, like, Crystal's way of dealing with this is by kind of acting like she doesn't realize what's going on. She tries to play dumb to it so that she can just... And Sutton just won't have it. Well, and Crystal, I mean... First of all, had Crystal said, gone around at this dinner that they're having together and been like, oh, no, 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 violated it, you know, isn't that what brought it up again? Then Sutton would be more, you know, then Sutton would be more justified in this for sure. But Crystal talked about it. Yeah, exactly. And the thing that Crystal has going for her is this is now maybe like the second time that Sutton has really, the first time being after the secret when they were playing the the tr- the prank at each other. Oh, my God. And she clearly had an irrational fit. And now this is the second time that she's having a rational fit. When Sutton was like, you kicked me. Yeah. And she got left out of the inside joke. Yeah. This is now the second time that Sutton is having a, a irrational thing. She sees it. Kyle's saying she's being irrational about second it Second time? So, I would say fourth. Okay, I know. But the, just off the, the top. The race of- thing. Her on the boat. Where she sat like on the opposite side of the boat from everyone and just like pouted and then cried with her face vibrator. Just I'm just saying big, big things. So you're right. There have been more times. Those are the first two that I thought of. Yeah. So she realizes the irrationality and emotionalness here. It does all the work for her. Exactly. And so she's like, no, I'm not going to apologize. And now everyone's going to. Yeah. It's like, let Sutton dig her own grave in this scenario. And she just in general is able to keep her composure. Yeah. A lot um, better than Sutton. Sutton you know what she's feeling based, like, however irrational. She wears it all. She wears it all on her face and and her her positions and everything. Yeah. So that already puts Sutton at a disadvantage, which I, like, sympathize with to a level as, like, an emotional person. But not when you're, like, literally out of line all the time. Yeah. And finding a way to make everything about you. Yeah. Like, this was your friend at the... Let's, like, take a step back here and zoom out. 
This is Rinna hosting with her husband an event for you guys. And a birthday celebration for your friend, Garcelle, one of the women that you have said you are closest to. And yet you have made it like this, you know, like this is all you. Yeah. And that makes me just feel like, oh, it makes me go back to my older opinion of her, which is like at the end of the day, she's kind of a spoiled brat with that's kind of who needs fake. to make everything about herself. Yeah. 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 It needs to be the center of it. And who, I mean, the sad part is you can see through all of this that she is like, she's a deathly insecure person. Yeah. Like she, the amount of things that she has like paranoidly turned into or twisted into something against her. The hard part is once you're feeling that way, every, you start looking around you and everything starts like reaffirming this paranoia you have. So it sort of can perpetuate itself. So I feel bad for her for that reason. But it's like, girl, wake up. Also, you have lots of money. I'm sure you're in therapy. Like, can we get some perspective here? Like, yeah. zoom out, ma'am. So Crystal says she's not going to apologize. <laughs> yeah. Sutton storms off. And we get the... <laughs> the line of lines. Well, because yeah, Crystal so finally yeah. snaps. Yeah. And she's like, you're just jealous. da 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 which is such a like, oh God, you could piss off so many people by just saying you're just jealous. Yeah. It's like that could mean a hundred things. And like, look, she's probably not even wrong. Low key, she's probably just jealous that like Crystal got Garcelle a really good gift with a couple other people and Garcelle really liked it. Like that's how, that's how minuscule. You, you know how to raise the stakes from <laughs> were angry and and about to blow to we're having a full on meltdown. Yeah. Tell someone they're jealous or okay. tell someone they need to chill out. <laughs> and that totally. is going to get you from yeah. zero to hero real quick. Yeah. So what am I jealous of? Your ugly leather pants. And <laughs> which is hilarious. And Kyle the best part of this, in my opinion, <laughs> oh, is Kyle's reaction. After her. So Kyle runs after her and she goes, or your ugly leather pants. And Kyle like completely like, goes stiff and perks up. And she goes, she said ugly leather pants. She said she ugly leather pants. While she's <laughs> trotting after her. Yeah. <laughs> Up the stairs. She said ugly leather pants. She said ugly leather pants. That was the best that part was of this so whole great. thing. Oh, we also, it needs to be addressed that, like, do... <laughs> Is is Kathy Hilton an Oscar-winning actress, or is this authentic? Because it's oh. almost so ridiculous, but her commitment is so sure, is so real that it's like you are either an amazing actress or you really are this ditzy when Sutton's like, I mean, I just can't act like everything's hunky-dory, okay? And she's like, who's hunky-dory? And everyone's <laughs> just so like, no, we're and not even entertaining you. we get her like you. confessional. She's like, hunky dory? Is that a nickname for someone? Who's hunky dory? <laughs> do you think it's real? Or do you think she just comes up with this, like these skits because she thinks they're funny? I, it's so hard to tell. I, I mean, I mean, she she's the ultimate mystery. She's a prankster. And so there's a part of me that yeah. like, she's playing all of us. Yeah. I kind of lean more to the side that she's playing all of us. And she knows that 
Like she's got this, oh, I'm exhausted. I just woke up 45 minutes ago and it's 11 o'clock in the morning. And like, I think some of it's, (laughs) uh, yeah. I'm like, of course she's in her pajamas Mm. while they're filming and the other women are dressed all sexy fitness and they come upstairs and she's just in her pajamas. Yeah. Anybody want a croissant? (laughs) Um, Love her. So we get a to be continued. After that, oh, pretty yeah. much. Um, this is, I love the episodes that start with the drama and then do your produced rewind and say three days earlier. Yeah, like I it's a memento. Like, we're, <laughs> <laughs> I love the build up to it. Yeah. Oh, it's so great. <laughs> I know. Um, okay, let's just go through some things that we just liked or thought were funny. I mean, I, I thought it was hilarious when, sorry, I cut you off. I thought it was hilarious when Garcelle was told to make a wish and she said, I want him hung like a horse. (laughs) And Harry Hamlin's reaction was like, oh, it's definitely time for me to excuse (laughs) myself now. I love that. So this week focused a lot on, we got to see a lot of different houses, I realized, which Mm. we don't always get to see. So I'm wondering if you had to live in one of the housewives' houses, Mm -hmm. who would you choose to live in? Mm. We have, um, let's see, Crystal has that huge lawn, a view, a big pool. Um, Kyle's is just very, like, classy and elegant, and it seems like there's a lot of room around it, too. Like, a big front yard. Family house. Big backyard. Lisa's is like, I mean, I don't know if it was just because Harry made Bolognese. But it seems no, like you're living in their yard. In their I've tile. Been with it's their it's yard. a very European vibe. Yeah. It's got like, yeah, European hill country hillside. Well, and you can tell that it's like old LA. Like they've lived in this house for 25 yeah. years. But they don't have a pool. Yeah, except his That's above not ground. a pool. Because they talked about putting in <laughs> a pool. His reservoir. I know, I know. Hamlin Reservoir. The funny part and is then Erica's I... like three bedroom is nice in Hancock Park. Like, where would you... Well, the most realistic places to me are Rinna's and then Erica's. But I'm like, is that my deepest desire? I don't know, but they just feel like the most me. Yeah. You know? What yeah. about you? Yeah, I mean, I think Rinna's... Once once uh, Harry Hamlin puts a pool in, I think it's definitely Rinna's. Yeah, I mean... We don't get a lot of footage inside the actual house other than the kitchen. And it does yeah, seem kind of small. Yeah, small. But so like overall, you. I'm taking Kyle's, actually. Kyle's? Yeah. It's just yeah, classic. Kyle's or Erica's. But yeah, you just can't beat that Rena yard. I know. Because it's, it's so like so special. Magical. It feels very secret gardening. Yeah, it's really nice. Um, my look of the week was Dorit's pastel oh, who's jumper. I mean, like that the most obvious thing that was, was amazing. Amazing. Dorit I was so is back. happy to She's see back. her out of a logo, a logo ensemble. Yeah, like I was like, thank God. I loved that rainbow jumpsuit. Even the little braid she had was so cute. Everything about it, I loved. Um, I just want, I want Kyle to give her sister Kathy some freaking fashion guidance like I understand that part of your charm is that like you don't really care and like you're wearing fancy chicos like you're a mom that's (laughs) but like 
You are a real housewife. Part of why we tune in to Beverly Hills is to watch the glam that these women put together, you know? And like Crystal, I think needs to push farther because it's like you are so young and hot and like you could have more fun with your outfits, but I still think she has like great style. It's just more muted. But like Kathy, like come on, like where's Paris and Nikki? Why aren't they helping with this? It's like she's just wearing these like floral Chico's like mumu tops and like Talbots. <laughs> she just always shows up with like a t-shirt and jeans. I'm like, excuse me, ma'am. No. Like I want to not think about the pandemic. And like I want part of the joy right now is like watching the lengths these women are willing to go to dress up just for each other in the pandemic because it's like the only way that they can glam. So it's like Go extra. Come on. Yeah. Pretty much it's all like Erica, Rena, Dorit, and sometimes Kyle are yeah. giving us. Oh, Garcelle's pretty good. Kyle's Garcelle's really well good. well put together. Garcelle's outfits are a little either. hit or miss for me. Yeah. I It sort of, to me, feels like she's still kind of finding her way yeah. with her style. And Sutton always shows out, even though I don't like what she wears. It's always like. I don't love her outfit. I don't. Most of the I time. don't think. I don't love her fashion sense necessarily, but she's always coming with yeah. like something An intentional, unique. something. Yeah. Okay, something that I think is just interesting and noteworthy. If you are like a Beverly Hills lifer fan who's seen all the seasons, uh, the fact that Kathy and Kyle both are not well. Kathy just spoke to Kim. So yeah, Kim, what is Kim going is on? the other sister who struggled with addiction on and off over the years. Was on the first three or four seasons of the show and like some of the best i mean she was like she was such entertainment yeah, like i will never get over not having kim i'm sorry like i've never really fully let go of the possibility that kim could come back but it's very interesting that kyle and kim are not talking right now and it's just it's so weird to me because for years we would hear from kim and kyle about these long stretches where Kathy and Kyle weren't talking. Yeah. Or it's like one of them is always on the outs and it's so they're always playing they musical have some chairs. Family dysfunction. Yeah. I feel bad for her. She talked about like she's pretty much been alone for yeah, nine months. Which I'm like worries you with Kim. I'm very concerned. Yeah. Like I how I'm wondering if we're gonna get more of like that later this season, at least like talking about it or they're keeping it pretty close to the chest. Um, Kyle protects the family stuff hardcore yeah. ever since those early years. So you're always like just trying to pick up breadcrumbs and figure out what's going on because they really are. I mean, they could have their own show, oh, just yeah. that family, yeah. those oh, three sisters sure. and their kids for sure because they've got so much shit always going on in their life. But Kyle does play things super close to the best with the family now. Can we take a moment to address Kathy Hilton's Mary Poppins purse? Yes, I mean, we couldn't not discuss it. Carpet samples? <laughs> Paint samples, carpet samples. The one that really got me because it's so, it's such a brilliant idea is always carrying around sandals for your petty. Uh. I mean, but like, ew, shoes in your purse, but also like, wow, you are always ready. That is like, I can't tell you how many times I've ended up getting a petty and like been coming from other things and like 
you always have to buy those little foam dingleberries that you have to wear outside because you forgot your sandals. Ugh. It's just brilliant. And then she's got like her whole pill vitamin Monday through Friday, Sunday through Friday, whatever. <laughs> full supplements, thingy. vitamins. Amazing. It never stops. It just kept overflowing. It was a juicy week. We had a little bit of everything. I can't wait to watch Erica's strategy continue to unfold next week and it to be beginning to be thwarted. You can tell from the preview that the other housewives are starting to like question Erica and be like, do we know her? Mm-hmm. She's telling us something to our face, but like, are we dumb or crazy? Like, I can't wait. Um, I need Sutton to just, she's got to let it go. Like, can we move on? Can we move forward into other dramas, possibly? Lord, you know? I hope so. Yeah. So, yeah, that's all we got for this week. We'll be back next week. Leave a review, like, subscribe. If you're enjoying every single review, including stars and written, helps bump our podcast up higher so that more people can see it and find out about it and then listen. Find us on TikTok, Instagram, And also for our Married at First Sight fans, we have a new season coming up in a couple weeks. We kind of can't believe it. Wednesday nights are becoming like just stacked. So we will be putting out double pods for a minute. Um, Get excited. There's like some prep. There's a few episodes that are going to lead up to the premiere that like tell us more about the city and show the interviews happening um, for the couples, blah, blah, blah. We won't be potting on those, but it's a fun way to get yourself excited for the next season. And yeah. Okay. We love you and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.